Welcome back to The Red Carpet, the podcast where we look at how well or how terribly our favorite books have been adapted to the big screen. I'm Mad. And I'm Cass. And we're so excited you've tuned in. Hi, Cass. How are you? I am uh, same as always on that job search, you know, (laughs) nothing's going to change for a while. Apparently I have become like a compulsive email refresher. That's, that's where I'm at right now. But aside from that, things are good. Wedding plans are underway. We're getting closer. I got to see the samples of what all the flowers are going to look like for the centerpieces and the bouquets and everything. So what's, what's the color scheme we're working with? So the color scheme, the colors for the wedding, we have burgundy and butterscotch. So because it's September, but early September, we're kind of blending late summer into fall colors. I love that. Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah, that's that's all that's new with me currently. So, well, we're still <laughs> fingers fingers crossed for that job search, that park life. Hashtag park life. Yes, park life. Also, hanging out uh, with the Brits on the fourth. Oh yeah, that was. Oh yeah, it was the fourth. That's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, what's new with you? What's up? Nothing. Nothing's new. I'm back in Indiana. I was at my parents' house in Missouri for a week. We went to a wedding and it was the hottest wedding I've ever been to. (laughs) Oh my word. It was so hot. It was really beautiful though. We we danced regardless, but I mean, and you looked great. So, oh, thank you. I, (laughs) my dress was like a darker shade of the blue (laughs) by the end of the night, but yeah, so it was fun, but it's, it's nice to be home back in my space. So yeah, definitely. Um, I did. My favorite thing that's happened since I've been home is I got my Lumos and Luster order from yes. her throne of glass. <laughs> and dear listeners, you can't see, but I'm clutching my Rowan heart necklace. <laughs> like it's she a, is. Like hugging it to her chest. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite thing ever. So I just had to bring it up because it's amazing. It is. It really is. Yeah, so that's that's the most exciting piece of news that I <laughs> that I have. But yeah, what are you what are you reading right now? Right now, I am reading to the delight of many of my followers. Apparently, I am reading uh, *Crooked Kingdom*, yes. the second book in the Six of Crows duology, and mm-hmm. I loved Six of Crows. I'm really enjoying *Crooked Kingdom*. I'm very scared though. Like I'm very, very apprehensive about what's going to happen. And I've heard that something big happens. So I'm scared. I had, I, I mean, I don't know. So I started Crooked Kingdom and then I had to return it to the library and I never like got it back. So I haven't finished it. And so I don't know if this is the big thing that people talk about, but like I had a big thing spoiled for me and now I'm like, I don't want to finish the book. Oh no. Because don't want, you don't want to have to go through it. I don't want to go through it. <laughs> I'm so scared. Oh no. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, but yeah, oh. Crooked, Crooked Kingdom. Woo! It is really good. I just, it, still, yeah. I'm still in awe of how much Leigh Bardugo like leveled up her writing in between. Yeah. Uh, the Shadow and Bone trilogy. And Absolutely. Then the, I had read Ninth House. So I Ninth House was her first book that I read. So then when I went back and read Shadow and Bone, I was like, uh, what is this? What? <laughs> but 
Six of Crows and Crooked Kingdom. Very good. I yeah. mean, so far. We'll I see. definitely, I'll finish Crooked Kingdom. I actually just picked up a used copy of King of Scars Ooh, over the weekend. Very exciting. But I'm like, maybe that'll be my way to get back. back yeah. Into it. So I'm excited to get to that one eventually. Yeah. My baby Nikolai. <laughs> I know. That's everyone loves him. And I'm like, all right, I want to know why. So <laughs> I loved him. And he was like the best part of the original trilogy for me. So yeah, yeah. I need it. We'll see. I need to finish that too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you get to the part where you met him in the original trilogy or was he in the first one? No. Then no. Because <laughs> <laughs> the same thing happened again. I started Siege and Storm and I think I said this last time or I don't know and then I had to return it so that I never got it back because like I was reading it and I was like I'm not enjoying this as much as I was enjoying Shadow and Bone so I I wasn't as eager to get it back but I'll get there Mm -hmm. eventually eventually yeah yeah but what are you reading now well I just finished reading The Float Plan by I think it's Trish Dollar and it's a like contemporary um, romance novel. I picked this one up because she had a new one that just came out and I saw it was the second in the series. So I was like, all right, I'll read the first one first. Yeah. And it was really good. It was like a solid four-star read. It was about this woman whose fiance dies. And so I think it's almost a year like after his death or it's like 10 months mm-hmm. or something. She gets this like phone alert, like a calendar alert. But like the next day they were supposed to leave on this like sailing trip oh, from like a Florida. No, not a honeymoon. Just oh, a, okay. I think at the end they were going to get married at yeah. like whatever island they ended up oh, on. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cause they were, she was sailing like through the Caribbean. Gotcha. Um, but so it's just about how she, you know, deals with her grief over losing her fiance and like, meeting someone new but still mm-hmm. grieving and how does that work and um yeah. so it was really good it was really it was like deep but not deep I don't know I enjoyed it um, yeah it wasn't a five star I wasn't like rushing out to go buy it but right it was I'm glad I read it so I'm hoping nice. to start um Tercial and Eleanor next which is have did you read Sabriel when you were ever like younger I've never read it, but I listened to oh, so the Spirits podcast. I don't know if you've ever listened to Spirits. It's a really uh-uh. cool podcast. But they they actually ended up interviewing Garth Nix at one point. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's wild. But they talk about this book a lot. And I yes. picked it up because of them. Because I was like, oh, yes. I probably like this. Oh, it sounds so like my kind of good. Thing. So yeah. I read it, like, probably as a preteen teenager. I don't know. Yeah. But I've reread it as an adult. And it still holds up. It's... I love it. It's such a great book, such a great series. I think there's three. Yeah. In the like series. That. Um, so this is the prequel. This is about oh. Sabriel's parents. So I'm very excited. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited to read it. It's been pretty high on my list for mm-hmm. a while with every other book. So. With every other book on our <laughs> TV. Yeah, that's fine. That's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Well, what are we doing today, Cass? Today. I'm so excited about this one. <laughs> Today we are doing another fan cast for you. And this is a fan cast of Book Lovers by Woo-hoo! Emily Henry. Because I'm telling you, this is not not a want, but a need. Mm, it is we an need intrinsic this movie. Need. Yes. We need this movie. It would be it. phenomenal. Perfect oh my gosh. rom-com It'd be setup. So good. 
would be would so be. good because yes. it's not yeah. like it would be complicated to do either you know yeah, it's, it's not pretty like, straightforward like, it's not like people we meet on vacation where we're flashing back timelines yeah. and all these different it's not you know beach read where they go to all these different places like we are yeah. in new york city and then we're in a small town like yeah Hollywood, we know you can do this. We, we know. know. <laughs> we know. Yes. Yeah. Ugh, so so I, I think it would be phenomenal. <laughs> I do too. So this just came out in May. This is Emily Henry's newest. Mm-hmm. This is, so I've been listening to Books Unbound podcast, which Taryn from Checked Out and Overdue recommended to me. And they have this phenomena that they call your mashed potato book. Mm-hmm. And it's a book <laughs> that... Well, the whole thing they were like, when you get a plate of food, do you eat your favorite thing first? Do you eat like a little of everything or do you save your favorite for last? What, what do you do, Cass? Like, um, it's, it's Thanksgiving ooh, day. You have a big yeah. plate of food. Well, my, especially on Thanksgiving, I try to only take the things that I really like anyway, <laughs> but fair. Fair. on my plate, I kind of like I pick between my favorite. I rotate, you but rotate. I save like the most of what I like best for last. Yeah. So, and so yeah. and I think it was Raylene, one of the hosts, she was like, yeah, like I eat my mashed potatoes last. Yeah. And so your mashed potato book is your book that you know you're going to love or you expect that you're going to love. It's like going to be a top read of the year. But so you kind of delay reading it because yeah. then it'll be gone and over. Mm-hmm. This was absolutely a mashed potato book for me. I was like, I want to read this so bad, but then I know it like that first reading experience will be over. So I didn't read it right when it came out. Yeah. I didn't read it till June, maybe like kind of the mid to end of June. And I was right. It was the best. <laughs> it was so good. It's my favorite of her yes. three romance oh. books. Mm-hmm. For sure. Hands For down. Sure. I yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely loved it. What's your what's your two and three then? Beach Read is my second favorite. People we meet on vacation is my third favorite. They're all yep. very good. Oh but yeah. That's my it's like <laughs> it's like it's it's like um book lovers is at a hundred, beach read is a ninety-nine and a half. And people we meet on vacation is a 99. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like they're all so close, but yeah. there are definitely things I like more in book lovers than both of them. And then things I like more in beach read than yeah. people we meet on vacation. Absolutely. So. so book lovers follows Nora Stevens, who is a literary agent living in New York city. Her life it's not, it's not a Hallmark movie, but the lives of everyone she dates is a Hallmark yeah. movie. <laughs> and she is the city girl who just doesn't get it. She's right? the mean girlfriend. She's the mean girlfriend style. that mm-hmm. all the city boys leave for a small town country girl. So yep. that's the biggest trope that we have. Yeah. And the great thing about this book is that it is a book about books. It is chock full not only of describing different tropes in literature but also carrying out those same tropes so it's just super fun (laughs) I loved how upfront the book is about like this is about romance tropes this is what this book is about I love it's not trying to be anything or pretending to be like anything right yeah yeah yeah. exactly (laughs) 
So we have Nora Stevens, who just, she loves New York City, loves everything about it, loves the feeling, the vibe. Her Peloton. Her Peloton, yes. Um, And she and her younger sister, Libby, are really close. Their mom died suddenly when they were young. Um, It's caused a lot of trauma on either ends for both of them. But Libby is about to have her third kid, and she needs a break. She needs something, something new. So they go to Sunshine Falls, Falls. Sunshine Falls, Falls. (laughs) North Carolina, I believe. I think it's North Carolina. I think it is. Uh, They go to Sunshine (laughs) Falls, North Carolina, which is the setting of one of Nora's author's books. And so they're there, they're trying to live out all of these, you know, hallmarky, kitschy tropes. They're trying to save right. local business and wear flannel and, you know, whatever. Yeah. And while there, she encounters Charlie Lastra, her kind of arch nemesis in a way. Yes. In a way. He's a book editor, also from New York. They've crossed paths before. It didn't go well. Nope. So, so she thought. And he's very yeah, intense. He's very, very intense. critical. Broody. Very blunt. Yeah. <laughs> A broody, mean boy, which I love. But. I love. <laughs> but yeah, so it's about their their time in Sunshine Falls, what they learn, what they discover, what they unearth. Yeah. And it's just chef's kiss, chef's kiss. Absolutely. So Absolutely. good. So we're going to fan cast it. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> Okay, so what did you, how did you approach this fan cast for book lovers? So I did this because I was really thinking, okay, Hollywood, we know they love to pump out a great rom-com. We know they they can do that. And I was like, this could be their next big rom-com. This could be absolutely massive. Easily. Yes. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going like star-studded. They're pulling out the big names Mm -hmm. to make this a reality. Because I was like, I I was thinking very big Hollywood. You see a a trailer for a new romance or rom-com. These are the people that are in it. That's the route that I went. I didn't really worry about physical description per se. Like I did kind of but mostly vibes. I was like, who would Hollywood stereotypically cast in this role? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So mine, I, our friend Esther at Esther's reading nook slash Emerald Ivy embroidery. She sent me a TikTok last night. She had no idea we're doing this (laughs) and it was casting the, the Emily Henry men. Yes. Um, Which for beach read, they had cast Gus as Dev Patel. And I was like, holy oh my god expletive that's perfect it's oh perfect. my gosh perfect I was like that's it that's it oh my um, gosh but so the one that this tiktok or it was a comment I think on the tiktok was mm-hmm. Henry Henry Golding as Charlie and I was like okay interesting like I don't think that that's uh, who I would pick uh-huh But that got me kind of starting to think about, okay, but like who are, you know, non-white actors that like would be cast in this. So mine is still a very Holly, it is like stars in Hollywood, but I tried to make it a little more like intentionally diverse um, for my cast. But the vibes I feel like are still 
Yeah. I love that. I'm so excited to see who you picked. I know. Because I went, I went um a little white bread on this one. I will be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, we that's such a great idea though. But that's what I did. And I also, because this book is so, you know, city boy, country girl, hallmarky, I also I wanted to give a few hallmark nods. So okay. (laughs) I, I have a few like iconic hallmark actors actors oh, and actresses as well. okay so here we go that's, that's i honestly i have not seen very many hallmark movies so. oh they're my favorite oh christmas hallmark movies are my absolute favorite <laughs> the only yeah. time you're guaranteed a happy ever after is a christmas hallmark movie yeah that's true only time <laughs> okay so we're going to start with minor characters and work our way up to the big yes. guns how yeah. we're gonna start okay so we're gonna start with the boys the boyfriends yes the um, boyfriends the boyfriends the first two are Grant and Jacob who are the boyfriends from her New York City time um, yes. and Grant is who she is dating right at the beginning and they yeah. break up right at the beginning he dumps her in the prologue of the book yeah yeah yeah, yeah. good times good times Okay, so, so how about he's, he's it's very brief. He's yeah. only in it for like a couple minutes in mm-hmm. movie time, maybe mm-hmm. less. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you want me to go first? I want you to go first. I want to see who you picked. <laughs> so my pick for Grant is Ryan Reynolds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just because the, the, the comedy aspect. That's all. I just think it's a great opportunity for them to get some huge name that they just have for like three minutes in the movie (laughs) I love that I picked Ryan Reynolds as Grant (laughs) I love that so much so it's really funny because we were texting about this last night and you were like I just laugh at the thought of this person dumping her and in my head I could not remember who I had to I'd be like who is Grant I don't even remember (laughs) in my head it was like oh it's this like nerdy like guy who you're like you're gonna break up with her oh okay but and then I went to our google doc and you were like I feel like this is a great opportunity for a hot guy cameo and I was like oh man I have read this (laughs) so wrong so I have two options for this one okay okay so one I think they're both still very attractive but one is like very much more attractive than the other one okay (laughs) For Grant, my my number one casting is Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love him. Shirtless Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> She's like shirtless on the phone with her. Yes, yes. <laughs> my so my first one was William Jackson Harper from The Good Place. I was like, you know, nerdy, but like still handsome. Mm. And then I was yep. like, no, we're going hot guy. We're going Michael B. Jordan. All right, I like it. <laughs> so, so that was that that's amazing oh man but I love the idea that it's like this like perfect cameo yeah because it's like a great opportunity because this is a guy who he is fulfilling his hallmark moment where he is right. leaving his city girlfriend for someone in the small town right right yep. and I I actually feel like I feel like Ryan Reynolds would nail that Oh yeah. It would be so you know funny. What I mean, it would be, so, mm-hmm. he would deliver. I, I can, I can see it like him doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love Michael B. Jordan, but I think, I think Ryan Reynolds is the man for, for that part. That's perfect. I love it. I love okay. it. 
All right, so Grant, we have Ryan Reynolds. I love Ryan Reynolds. Oh, me too. He's so, so funny. Okay, next up we have Jacob, who Jacob is her first like love, Nora's first love. Yep. And he's the first one who ever like, you know, left her for the the country girl, the small town girl. And I believe it was yeah. in Monta- Montana where this happened. I think so because she yeah. was out visiting him right. when she found out about her mom and that was right. like a whole right like storyline right yeah. and so the the that is I think one of the biggest reasons why he's the one that really broke her heart was because she mm-hmm. was visiting him when her mom died and then they broke up like in the yeah. aftermath of her mom dying so it was yeah it's a big deal and they were like high school sweethearts right or like sort of like but, first like big serious yes yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay so who did you cast for Jacob all right so for Jacob I cast Josh Hutcherson no, <laughs> no! <laughs> although I don't think he I would be able to see him like oh um, actually dumping someone seriously no. <laughs> No, but I was oh like, he has gosh. the soft boy high school sweetheart. This is hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, yeah, my pick was uh, oh. Josh <laughs> oh my god, I cannot. That is so funny. <laughs> okay, well, my pick for <laughs> Jacob is actually Henry Golding. Oh, okay, I like mm-hmm. that one. Because again, I was trying to go for like, it's the city guy who like leaves for it. And he is perfect city. And like, yeah, he's the one that breaks your heart. Like, look at him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It would sting a lot. It would, (laughs) it would hurt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Let's go with that. That's awesome. (laughs) Great. Josh, that's hilarious. So funny. Uh, Yeah. I don't. I don't really know where my head was at for that one, but I was like, in my mind, it made sense. <laughs> oh, it's good. It, it, I totally get the like high school vibes for sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Next, we have Blake, who Blake is in Sunshine Falls. Yeah. Part of Nora and Libby's like bucket list is dating the small town guy. And so she finds, I think Libby like finds him on an app how it worked it was like a tinder thing yeah and he like went to high school with charlie and amaya and all of them right and basically blake sucks yeah he's a bad date he's a bad date just wants handsome but a bad date yeah wants to know you know her wifely capabilities and yeah potential and she's Uh too tall i think her feet are too big like weird weird vibes Right. Okay. So who did you cast as Blake? (laughs) So my casting for Blake is Liam Hemsworth. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Just the idea of him playing a generic man was very funny to me. Right. Like the guy who you're just like, ew. Yeah. Like, I feel like he could give kind of the like frat bro energy that I was getting Mm -hmm. from Blake in the Uh book I was like I can see this I can see him being this person hilarious hilarious okay my pick for Blake is Miles Teller 
oh my gosh, that's Tim said I should pick Miles Teller. Specifically, (laughs) specifically Miles Teller with a mustache. That is like peak Blake to me. I love it. Because he's like, I love it. (laughs) He's like still handsome, but like Mm -hmm. it's the the mustache kind of makes you be like, you're kind of a tool. Like, yeah, definitely. That's so funny. I love it. Miles Teller. 100%. Oh God. I I do. I love the idea of Liam Hemsworth as just like the (laughs) throwaway, like, right. (laughs) You you ghost Liam Hemsworth. Like, yeah. Right. Hilarious. Hilarious. I love Miles Teller in that role though. Oh, yep. he's the best. Okay, next we have Shepard. Shepard is the Sunshine Falls golden boy. Yep. He uh, works for Charlie's dad. He's this like Adonis of a man. Isn't uh, he Charlie's cousin too? He is Charlie's yeah. cousin. He's Charlie's cousin, but they're complete opposites. Right. Complete, like complete he's opposites. the dashing, tall, blonde. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is so funny. Okay. Who did you cast? Okay. For Shepard. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ah, hold on, hold on. Okay. I'm not looking, okay. I'm not looking. It's not on him yet. It's still on Blake. So. Okay, okay, okay. Um, We did ask on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Um, Who you would cast as Shepard. And so yes. both Ashley, who you said is your sister-in-law. Yes, my sister-in-law, Ashley. Uh-huh. And <laughs> Callie is reading. They both said Luke Bracey. Which I think is super yeah. interesting that they both, who very yeah. obviously don't know each other. Um, right, exactly. That Luke Bracey, which like, wow, yes. <laughs> he, he's very handsome. I could see it. I could so definitely handsome. see that. So handsome. Okay, <laughs> let's see, let's okay. see who you cast. Okay, I'll go back to my share. <laughs> so I... <laughs> I'm like, I can't keep a straight face through any of this. My casting for Shepard is Chris Hemsworth. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you do? (laughs) Yeah. So sorry Um, for the decibel at which I just (laughs) screamed. I can lower it and post. (laughs) Okay, good. Oh my God. Yes, I picked Chris. Wait, hold on. I have to show you the picture I chose. Yes, absolutely. And my little comment was just, this is how rom-coms get cast. I don't make the rules. It's true. It's true. I chose this yes. picture. I don't forget it. <laughs> He's so oh, handsome. I love him. He's so handsome. That was so funny. When you said Liam Hemsworth, I was like, there will be a Hemsworth in this yes, movie. Because I also thought it would be so funny with both of the Hemsworth just playing the man that she doesn't end up with. I just thought oh, it would be yes. so funny. <laughs> Should we make uh, the third Hemsworth brother, Charlie, for that to oh be my the God. one? <laughs> Luke Hemsworth? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be really funny. Oh, that'd be hilarious. I had also considered like a Hallmark lead for Shepard, but like you okay. can't you can't say no to Chris. Like it's Chris. No. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth was made to play Shepard. <laughs> and again, the idea of like looking at Chris and being like, mm, no, thanks. Right. It's funny. It's so it's funny. So funny. <laughs> but I think it's great. We've got two Australians. We've got Chris Hemsworth and Luke Bracey. Like they are, yeah. that is, yep. yeah. Those fine great. Australian men. Those Absolutely. fine Australian men. Oh, that's amazing. Yep. Okay. So for <laughs> both of our fan casts, we've had at least one where we, yeah. where we agree. I love it. I, I love that too. I wonder if any of the others will be the same. I'm so curious. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so now we get to Amaya, 
who yep. Amaya is the bartender at Papa Squat. Papa Squat. Thank you. <laughs> yes. She's the bartender yeah. at Papa Squat and is also formerly connected with Charlie. Yes. Yeah. Charlie's ex. Yes. There, it's Charlie's mm-hmm. ex. Um, okay. So who did you cast as Amaya? So I cast as Amaya, someone that I used in my Throne of Glass fan cast. Me too. Oh my but, God. Oh, okay. did we? Interesting. I chose Zazie Beats because she gives off cool girl energy as we discussed. And yes. I was like, we are on the same page. Sorry. Keep wait. going. No, I didn't choose, I didn't choose oh, okay. her. But. <laughs> um, so cool girl energy. I was like, who could do the cool bartender ex-girlfriend that's stunning mm-hmm. better than Zazie Beats? Mm-hmm. Who could do it? It's, who could do it? To me, I was like, she's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this isn't someone that we used, but it's someone that like okay. we talked, talked about in our yep. Throne of Glass fan cast. I'm so curious. I chose Zendaya. Oh, yeah. For Amaya. I was like, cool. That girl. makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Wait, did we cast Zazie Beats in our Throne of Glass one? We didn't cast her. I suggested her? her as who, I don't remember who I suggested her. Yeah. I say we cast her in this one. Yeah, let's do it. Because with the other people we already have, the budget is going to need a Zazie Beats and not a Zendaya. <laughs> we, we can't afford Zendaya. <laughs> we are already blowing the budget off. We got Charlie's and Nora's to cast. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Zendaya, we love Sorry, you. Sorry, we but... love you so much. <laughs> okay, next up we have Sally, Sally Good. Right. Yep. It's her last name. Yes. And she is Charlie's mom. She yep. owns the bookstore and she was a painter. She's, I think she yeah. still paints, but she used to paint um, mm-hmm. a lot more. I love my casting for this one. Oh my gosh. But first, <laughs> right. who, who did you cast <laughs> as Sally? So my casting for Sally, the quintessential oh rom-com mom. I thought about her. <laughs> It's Mary Steenburgen, the mom in the proposal. Yep. I think she's the mom in Stepbrothers too, or Will Ferrell's mom in Stepbrothers. Yep. But she's just like, she's the rom-com mom to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I was like, she would be perfect. <laughs> she, it was between her. Yep. Andy McDowell. Ooh, also a good one. Also a good one. But the one that I ended up going with for Sally is Lily Tomlin. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Oh my gosh, I love, love, I love, love, love that. I love Lily Tomlin so much. Oh my much. gosh, yes, I love it. She's got the mm-hmm. hippie, free spirit, you know. Yeah, definitely. Smoking a little weed. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Sounds like Sally, honestly. <laughs> right? So yes. I did, but I was like, oh, Mary and Andy. Mm-hmm. I, I had a hard time with this one, but yeah, I felt like, I felt like Lily was the, was the... let's put Lily in there. That's amazing. Lily. Incredible. Lily. Beautiful. Okay. Absolutely incredible. So we have uh, Lily Tomlin as Sally, and then we have Clint, who is Charlie's dad. <laughs> oh gosh, you're laughing. Who did okay. you cast? So for Charlie's dad, none other than Mr. Yellowstone. Oh my gosh. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Oh, yes. Yep. I want Kevin Costner. I was like, oh, he's uh, Papa Kent in the Superman. Mm -hmm. 
uh oh yeah that's right yeah in the uh, what's his face the superman henry cavill yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) why can't i remember who what's his face i don't know i can't ever forget yeah i'm a big kevin costner fan honestly absolutely (laughs) so yeah because he could do he's like getting older now and like the whole mm-hmm. point is that clint has like had a stroke or something yes. so charlie's back like to help yeah. him and i just feel like he could do the equal like grumpy and right like, kind of sweeter parts of clint yes because he is a little like i don't need any help type of right right, right. yeah mm-hmm. okay never mind for clint this one's gonna be hard for us to choose Oh, no. I, I <laughs> cast because I love I love yours. I cast see, John Goodman as Clint. Ooh, that is also really good. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Ugh. we might have to do a poll for this. I one, think so I don't want to choose. I don't want to choose. They're both so good. We're putting the responsibility on others. <laughs> I know they're both so. I they're both really good. I could see both of them absolutely nailing the role of Clint. Yeah. All right. Well, dear listeners, you heard it here first. Please go to our Instagram and uh, vote. Yes. And they've both played these types of roles. Like they're both super famous. Like, so they still Mm -hmm. fit that. They both have like ultimate Hollywood dad energy. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes. 100%. Okay, one last parent to cast, and that is Libby and Nora's mom. Yes. So again, their mom dies suddenly. It's unexpected. She's kind of this down-on-her-luck actress character, falls in and out of love easily, but like sweet. She's a dreamer. Is Yeah, is who yeah she is. absolutely. Yeah. So who did you cast? So... I picked and age wise, I was like, okay, so she is younger. So she doesn't I have know. to be like who I cast as Libby and Nora. She doesn't have to realistically be their mom in the main story because it's flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Right. So I picked Kate Hudson as Ooh, their mom. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I I was just I said I have no idea why, but it's just like I don't know. I feel like it would be well, a it's different like the perfect, role for her. Right. She's like aging up in the rom-com. Yeah. You know? So I was like, I think she would be good because she could, though, like one of the things I talk about in the book is her saying like, we're the Stevens women. Like we we're beautiful. We're strong. And I was like, I could see her doing that performance. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So this is where it's going to get interesting for us because my Stevens women are all not white. Okay. I mean, so, it could still potentially work. It could, could still see. work. It could be, the, you know, the dad maybe. Was, yeah. You know. Or we could just be like uh, that one Cinderella movie where like the races make yes. absolutely no oh, sense. My Filipino prince. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. But, Actually, yeah, that's what we're going for. So that's like it's, it's a movie. It doesn't have to be. You're right. Perfect. <laughs> okay. So my casting for Nora and Libby's mom is Lucy Lou. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because this fits in again with my Stevens woman. I at first was uh, considering Michelle Yo. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, like you were saying, like she doesn't have to be like the older, like she right. die younger. And I feel like she's like Lucy Liu's been in some rom coms, you know. But I love Kate Hudson as the mom. I really, I was really like, I love Kate Hudson as the mom. Once I put her in, I was like, I love it and I want it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let's do it. This okay. Is, this is going to be our Cinderella. Yes. And like, again, it, they could be mixed race and it could still work because their dad is not involved at all. Right. We don't know the who picture. the dad is. They don't know who he is. So don't know who he is. it could, it could still work. Exactly. It could still work. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, next we have Dusty. And again, Dusty is the author that Nora represents. She yeah. wrote this best-selling romance novel about Sunshine Falls. Mm-hmm. And she's currently in the process of writing another book about a cutthroat, is it a film agent, I believe? Yes, it's a film agent in the book. In the book. She's <laughs> writing a book about a cutthroat film agent that everyone calls the shark. Which is now, what they call Nora. <laughs> yeah. So she's writing a book about Nora. Nora's not too pleased. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Just to put it lightly. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So we don't actually, well, I guess Dusty, she is at the end. She comes for a signing. Right. Um, but it's more she's just like, an idea of a, of a character. Lots of phone calls of phone and text calls. messages from mm-hmm. this character. So you won't really see her until the very end. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. for Dusty, I cast another rom-com staple, uh-huh. Drew Barrymore. <laughs> I like that. I was like, Dusty is so frazzled throughout mm-hmm. the entire book. I was mm-hmm. like, Drew could pull that off. Absolutely. She totally could. She totally yeah. could. I feel like the vibes of our casting is very similar. (laughs) I love it. So for Dusty, this was my, she's writing about this Hallmark town, about this Hallmark kind of trope. This was my, I want to give a Hallmark nod to Mm -hmm. this movie and this cast. Okay. Okay. Uh, So I, for Dusty, have cast Candace Cameron Bray. Oh, yeah. Which okay. I feel like is very similar, like, vibes to the to the Drew Barrymore. I was like, it's either yeah. her or Lacey. Oh, Chabert. Yeah, Chabert. I was like, oh, I yeah. I think that's like the French way of saying it, but I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Chabert. Chabert? <laughs> don't oh, th- gross. Don't think I hate it's that. Chabert. I hate that. Lacey Chabert. Yeah. Lacey Chabert. So, yeah, those are, I was like, this is my Hallmark nod. Either Candace, okay. I but like first off, Candace Cameron Bure. Hmm. But um, I don't know. I Ooh. like them both. I like them both too. <laughs> what if we make our listeners vote yeah, again? They get to vote again. <laughs> what, These are like I... the most random characters to vote. I know. <laughs> I'm like, did I think this is what was going to happen? No, I didn't. <laughs> I thought we'd be more conflicted on like. Charlie and no, and we might. Well, we don't be know yet. On them. <laughs> We're building up to the moment, folks. We are. The tension is building. Yes. Before we get to our big ones, we have Brendan. Oh yeah. Which Brendan is married to Libby. Um, they have two daughters. He, I don't remember what he does. Is he a teacher? He's not. He's like IT or something. Something random. Something random. He's yeah. not super in it a lot. Mostly um, in it at the end, other than like again, phone calls. 
Yeah. Brendan. So who did you cast as Brendan? So I cast, and this goes in line with your casting so far. So this will be interesting. I cast uh, Simu Liu. Oh my gosh. I wanted to cast him so bad. <laughs> I was like, he, he so would be so handsome. funny. He is. I love him so much. And he, I just think he would be great as like a young dad <laughs> trying to balance all of these things. It mm-hmm. would be really funny and entertaining. Yes. Um, so that. yeah, that was my I pick. That. I was like, I love him so much. I want to fit him in somewhere. <laughs> I love that a lot. Okay. So my pick on the surface, maybe doesn't quite make sense, but then okay, when you see my casting for Libby, you'll get it. Okay. 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 <laughs> so my casting for Brendan is Robbie P. Ah, I love Robert, it. Rob Pattinson. He's, he's oh, my casting man. for Brendan. I okay. thought about him for Brendan, honestly. You did? I was like, he's the right like age range that I'm uh-huh, going for. Uh-huh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I want to... I want to show you who I cast for, for Libby. We're going to, okay. we want, we'll, we'll come right back to this, but okay. the reason oh, that do we want to go through uh, who people suggested for Libby. Cause that was one that we had people send in. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Ashley. So again, this was weird. I guess Ashley this was weird. <laughs> Clay are like talking. I don't know. They're um, on the same wavelength. They're on the same wavelength. Cause they both said Chloe Grace Moritz. Yes. Which totally like, yeah, I can, I can totally definitely see it. see it. Um, and then Megan at the Boston bibliophile said Florence Pugh, which I thought about that. Also love. Well. <laughs> also love. I thought about Florence Pugh. I put her <laughs> I down. Like, she's going to be too busy being Lysandra in Throne true. of Glass. <laughs> it's true. It's super true. Okay. So again, I cast Robert Pattinson as Brendan. Mm-hmm. And then for Libby, I cast Katie Leung. Oh, who you might remember from (laughs) Harry Potter. She played Cho Chang. So I was like, I was like, this is my alternate universe where Cho and Cedric get their happily ever after. That is so cute. Okay. This is so so funny. I'm going to show you my Libby now. Yes. Because our. Our Libby Brendan pairings are like reverse of each other, which is very interesting. My Libby was Chloe. Chloe! Grace <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, she still plays like a lot of teenagers, I feel like, but I think she yeah. is totally in the space where she could do like the young mom and she's so energetic right. and youthful, which is what Libby is like. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I don't know how we choose. I don't know either. Uh, what if we did Simulu and Katie Long? <laughs> Ooh, I like that actually. I like it too. They would be so cute. That'd be. I'd, I'm so. I'm so down. We at least. <laughs> we at least got to talk about the Cedric and Show Happy Ever After. Yes, so. that would so be fine. great. But <laughs> now we're down to our final two. I'm so excited. Okay. So now we're going to cast Charlie Lastra, AKA my favorite male love interest I've maybe ever read. I am obsessed with Charlie He's Lastra. He's so good. He's so good. So mm-hmm. good. I don't even really have the words to, dis- to say why, 
He's yeah. just so good. He's, he's so good. He's, he's so, so good. Broody, Everything about honest him. Honest and just to the point. Okay. This yeah. one, we had a lot of uh, variety. Yes. So we asked, we asked you guys who you th- thought should play Charlie Lastra. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ashley said Josh Bowman. Yes. Oh, I have to look up because I don't know who that is. I had to look oh, him up too. Okay. Ah, he's he cute. He cute. He cute. All right. All right. Um, let's see. Dreamland reader, classic Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> and Dreamland reader also said Kate Hudson for Nora. Oh, really? <laughs> so that, yeah. I was like, we're yeah. thinking like we're the bringing it back. Rom-com. I love we're it. Bringing it back. I love that. Yes. Callie is reading said Penn Badgley, which I mean, he knows how to play a New Yorker. That's true. That would be so fascinating. <laughs> I know. And he's also like, he's broody. He's he is. Yeah. Like, and the hair, I see it. I see it. I could definitely see it. It I would totally be an interesting it. interpretation of the character, but yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Megan at the Boston Bibliophile said either Adam Brody or Darren Chris. Both good choices. I like both of those guys. Both good choices. Yeah. I think it's funny that, you know, we've got Adam Brody and Leighton Meester and then Penn yeah. <laughs> So we've, we've got a lot of crossover there. Yeah. Um. Okay. Who did you cast as Charlie Lastra? Okay. So for Charlie, I cast one of, one of my faves, Kit Harrington, because he, the man oh, looks no, good. This is going to be so hard. <laughs> he looks so good in both a turtleneck and a flannel. I mean, he's just got the, the dark hair. Oh, this he can is going to be so hair. hard. He's so handsome. I love him. Oh, no. I'm scared now. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. My no. choice is old Kit Harrington, who I love. <laughs> oh, this is going to be really, this is going to be really hard. Oh, okay. no. Oh, no. Okay. okay. Who did you pick? For Charlie Lastra, I cast Michael Huisman. Oh, he's so handsome. He's so <laughs> handsome. Oh, man. And he's like, oh. I don't just look at him. Like, that is Charlie. Yeah. But can, he does. He, yeah. Oh, this is going to be. I, and it's funny. They both, he was also in Game of Thrones, wasn't he? Briefly. He oh, plays. I know like what's his face some smaller role he was in age of adeline and he was also oh okay uh the guernsey literary and potato peel pie society with lily james gotcha it's where Mm. i discovered him and fell in love yeah (laughs) they're both so handsome they're both so and you know they would look so good in like his black tailored clothing that's like you don't know how expensive it is Okay, it's a poll. I can't. Yep, I, I can't, can't decide. I can't either. <laughs> I can't be responsible so for a decision this important. Yeah, I feel like we're also, this is one that would both be just so set on our pick. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't say no to him. I can't. I know, I know. I mean, I can't say no to Kit. I love Kit. <laughs> All right. Next, we have... Our, our queen, Nora Stevens. Yes, our absolute iconic queen. Our absolute iconic queen. Okay, so my pick is Blake Lively. Oh, I thought about it too! <laughs> 
she can rock a high pony. <laughs> oh, she is my queen forever and ever. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes. Um, could her and Libby, uh, Katie Long, be <laughs> believable sisters? Perhaps not. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we'll see. Mm-hmm. But enjoy not. <laughs> oh, but I love her so much. I would was- be like... If Hollywood was actually casting this, I feel like she would end up in this role. I do too. I do too. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my pick for Nora Stevens is Gemma Chan. Oh my gosh. Yes. A hundred percent. I love her. I love (laughs) Gemma Chan. I love her. I mean, like this picture in this, like, you know, this is an expensive blouse and she's just like killing you with that look the the cheekbones the girl could do a high pony yes Yes. absolutely absolutely i'm sold 100 kate hudson is their mom their dad is asian yeah it works it totally works (laughs) we don't need to know who their dad is kate hudson could definitely be their mom (laughs) hey it's not our job to explain it's true I love it though. I not love our job. Gemma Chan so not much. Our job. Uh, we also, you guys also said, let's see. We oh, had, right. <laughs> we had, I know, I was like, sorry guys. We had Margot Robbie from Megan, again, mm-hmm. Boston Bibliophile. I actually really thought, I thought this one was interesting. Ali Mishalka by Kelly. Yeah. Like another, she's like the Disney rom com, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate Hudson, Dreamland Reader. And yep. then I didn't know who this person was, Tierra Scovby. Yeah, I didn't know either. Um, she's in she's in Riverdale. Um, yeah. apparently. I haven't seen Riverdale, so mm-hmm. she's very oh, pretty. She's gorgeous. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Joe Chan. <laughs> I that was perfect. I love it so much. I just thought and I was thinking about her, especially in um Crazy Rich Asians, her character that yeah. she plays there, just like the posh, oh, yeah. fashionable. Hey, you know what? You know who she's dating in the Eternals? Kit oh. Harrington. <gasps> really? They play a boyfriend and girlfriend in the Eternals. Oh my. I don't know that that sways me, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. You heard it here, folks. If that yep. that might sway you, the the chemistry that they already have. See, but so it make is sure funny. You go vote for Kit Harrington. <laughs> make sure you vote. But like, if we had picked Blake Lively, like she was with uh, yeah. Michael Huseman in Asian Adeline. I know, Adeline. that's so funny. It's that's very so funny, funny. That we did that. It's very funny. Wow. Okay, yeah. well, that was so fun. That was so fun. This one was a blast. This one was <laughs> so great. So we have, our cast includes Ryan Reynolds, Henry Golding, Miles Teller, Chris Hemsworth. These are four men that don't matter. <laughs> That okay, are- here when I put Ryan Reynolds, I was thinking, okay, if Blake Lively was Nora, just how funny would it be to have him? Wait, I didn't even think about that. I like totally forgot. I was like, that would so be funny, funny to me. That's why you said that, which is why I was like, it's some yeah. guy who doesn't even deserve her. <laughs> but I mean, those are four rock stars, and we have them yes. as like throwaway men. Yep. I love it. I hilarious. Love it. <laughs> hilarious. Then we have Zazie Beats, Lily Tomlin, a poll for you guys between John Goodman and Kevin Costner. Kate Hudson. I mean, this was an incredible cast. Absolutely. And then Star-studded. a poll, uh, Drew Barrymore, Candace Camion Bure. Um, and then for our like big four, we've got Simu Liu, who love. 
Katie Lung, and then uh, a Charlie Pole for <laughs> Michael. Been... We're not gonna choose. We I can't. refuse we to can't. decide. I can't. Uh, either Michael or Kit. Kit Harrington, and yep. then Gemma Chan for Nora. I love it. I love, I love this. This was so fun. Let this one felt know. like a lot less pressure too. It really I was did. Like, it's a rom-com. This doesn't right. like mean as much to me as Throne of Glass. So I could take it kind of easy. <laughs> right. And it's not like a series of like, right. it's not going to last forever. Like, yeah, this could be a tight 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, so let us know what you think about our cast. Would you go see this movie? I would already. I would. Oh. Even if we don't have a Charlie decided, I would go see it. <laughs> yeah, uh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. That was so great. Well, thanks for tuning in. What are we What are we reviewing next, Cass? Uh, what are we reviewing next? <laughs> That's, that, is, that is the question, isn't it? Oh, is it? And then there were none? Is that what's next? Oh, it is. And then there were none. I think you are absolutely correct on that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, it next, is. We're going to be reviewing the adaptation of Agatha Christie's And Then There Were None. We're going to have yes. some special guests on I'm with so us. Excited. We're going to keep it a little <laughs> secret. Yes. Um, but yeah. So if you enjoyed listening, leave us a little review, rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Uh, We do have an email address where you can email us now. If you have ideas, movies you would love to see us cover, it's theredcarpetpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Insta at theredcarpetpod. On our personal bookstagrams, I'm at fictionalcast and Matt is at readingrainbow. You can find those links in our episode notes. They're all there for you. And this was super fun. I hope you all enjoyed listening. And so we're, we're just having a blast. And that's that's what we got for you. So until next time, XOXO, Madden Cass. Bye.